Welcome to our Chronological Bible Studies podcast. I am Rodney Harrier, the author and host. Thank you for joining us. Today we will review Joseph and then preview the Bible reading about Moses. Joseph was a favorite son of Jacob and Rachel. Jacob distinguished his son by giving him a special robe, but his brothers hated him for being favored. Then Joseph unwisely shared with his brothers the dreams he had. Dreams were considered significant and even prophetic. He envisioned one day that his brothers and even his father and mother would bow down to him. The brothers hated the dreams and the dreamer. Jacob questioned his son's dreams, thinking him delusional. Later, when Jacob sent his favorite son Joseph to check up on his brothers, they attacked him. They threw him into a cistern and sold him to the traveling Midianite merchants. Before he left, they removed the coat. Then they dipped it in goat's blood to deceive their father Jacob into concluding Joseph met a vicious animal and was torn to pieces. However, Joseph was taken to Egypt and sold as a servant to Potiphar, a captain in Pharaoh's guard. In Egypt, Joseph was so faithful in his duties that Potiphar put him in charge of his whole household. Joseph was also handsome and fit. He looked good to Potiphar's wife too, and she tried to seduce him. When he constantly refused her advances, she accused him of attempted rape in her scorn. Potiphar was furious with Joseph and put him in prison. Joseph became a model prisoner in confinement, so the warden put him in charge of all the other prisoners. Meanwhile, Joseph's older brother, Judah, went to Adullam for an unknown reason, perhaps to escape his guilt over selling Joseph to traveling Midianite merchants. In Adullam, Joseph has two sons by a Canaanite woman. After they are grown and married, they are evil men and the Lord kills them. After Judah's wife dies, he unknowingly deals with a woman he assumes is a temple prostitute for sexual favors. We may not agree with it, but she did this because she was not given in marriage to Judah's youngest son so that she could bear children by him, and she bears twin sons. Why is this story in the Bible? It is the interruption to the narrative of Joseph's story and possibly to demonstrate the wisdom of God's choice of Joseph to inherit the rights of the firstborn. Now let's go back to the story of Joseph. When he was in prison, he correctly interpreted the dreams of the king's baker and his cupbearer. The baker is executed and impaled on a pole, and the cupbearer returns to his duties. God seems to have forgotten Joseph. Not so. He was just working silently while Joseph demonstrated his faithfulness. Two years later, the Egyptian ruler has two dreams, and only Joseph can interpret them with the Lord's help. The night visions are one and predict seven years of a bountiful harvest, followed by seven years of severe drought. Since Joseph interpreted the dreams, Pharaoh appoints him to be second only to him in the land of Egypt. He is to prepare for the drought and famine. He is also given a wife, and she bears Joseph two children. Once the seven years of plenty are finished, the seven years of blight are so severe, the years of plenty are soon forgotten. Nevertheless, because Joseph had stored away the grain, there was food in Egypt. Jacob and his family resided in the desert wilderness of the Negev. Jacob sends ten of his sons to Egypt to buy grain. When they see Joseph, they don't recognize him because he looks like an Egyptian prince. Joseph tests their character to see if they have changed. They were hard tests, but they passed. And then Joseph revealed himself to them. Joseph's brothers are terrified. His dreams literally became a reality. 
and now he can exact revenge. But Joseph doesn't see it that way. Joseph sends his brothers back to their father with carts to bring all their stuff to live in Goshen, the best land of Egypt. What his brothers meant for evil, God meant for good, to preserve his family and people in all areas of the Middle East. What about us? Lately, have we had some bad experiences? Have people done things to us because they're jealous and hate us? We may not recognize it, but God will remember what others have done to us. Our character is built when we bear our sufferings and please God. And what people mean for evil, God means for good. Let's trust Him and continue our faithfulness. Jacob dies shortly after living in Goshen, but he is buried in a tomb on the family plot purchased by his father Abraham. Joseph lives to a ripe old age of 110, and he is embalmed and placed in a coffin in Egypt. Later his bones would be taken to Canaan for burial in the family tomb. Generations later, the Egyptians fear the multiplication of the Israelite people. They subject them to hard labor, and the Israelites are servants to the Egyptians for over 400 years. There is a need for a Savior. Moses would be God's chosen man to deliver his people from their bondage. That is next week's lesson. Here is what we will cover in each day's episode. On day 33, generations after Joseph dies, another Egyptian king arises who knows nothing about Joseph or what he has done for his country. In the book of Exodus, we see that the Israelites become slaves. God chooses Moses, a leader born of necessity, to deliver them. Perhaps God is raising up some of us to challenge our culture. Find out more in this lesson. Day 34. Just because God calls us to do something does not mean there will be no challenges. We may, like Moses, face early leadership struggles. Discover what we can do to overcome them in our next lesson. Day 35. God will deliver the Israelites as he promised, but first he must remove idols. What do removing idols have to do with God's deliverance? Find out in day 35. In day 36, God delivers the Israelites from slavery and establishes a ceremony to remember that day. It is a picture with a purpose. Join us to discover what that is and how it applies to us. Day 37, the Israelites were delivered from slavery in Egypt, so the troubles were over, right? Wrong. Why should we trust God when things don't go right in our lives, even after becoming Christians? In day 38, an initial experience with God is not enough. We will have difficulties. We have to learn to live by faith. Find out how to do this on day 38. On day 39, now that the Lord is our God, what does He require of us? Our next lesson is living in the fear of God. Find out what that means and how we should do it. And that is the end of this week's coming lessons. Thank you for joining us. Here is a final prayer. Dear Father in heaven, we love you. Thank you for giving your life for us to save us from our sins. And we rejoice that we get to look at this very soon in the life of Moses. Help us to be faithful in our love and service for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Enjoy the music by J-Man to end our session together. But please don't forget to sign up for our podcast so that you can receive the episodes as soon as they're available. Go with God, and He goes with you.